Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to episode 99. We're nearly there. On this episode, we have gone to Shudder, uh, and they've got their exclusive to Shudder film, Howlbenders, that we will be talking about. We'll also be doing our Something to Scream About, which is uh, quite a good little one, actually. Paul's pulled out the bag. We're going to talk about our favourites of all our podcast moments through the ages of the whole 99, just to recap on what, what we've kind of gone through over the last few years. And also, we have got our movie from the vault that Paul picked from the last episode, The Dead Pit. You're welcome. <laughs> Get into that later, you bastard. How are you? You alright? Yeah, cracking. Yeah, it's been um, a good couple of weeks. Um, feeling good, feeling strong, ready for episode 100. You know, horror movies uh, have taken a little bit of a breather for a while, so we're relying so much on Shudder. But we have got something good in the neighbourhood. And that's not a hint that's on what's on episode 100, by the way. Are you sure you haven't been spoken, speaking to Jason Reitman and, and we've got some exclusive, like, dodgy Ghostbusters movie that he's done? Don't, seriously, don't big up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. Oh, anyway, that's what, have what have you been watching? What have you been watching? Oh, mate, nothing. Fuck all. No, that's a lie. Um, I watched, uh, I've watched zero horror beans. I got no horror, I got no horror kudos, I think, for the last couple of weeks. Couple of thrillers, maybe. Um, let me just check my Jim will fix it magic box. Don't say uh, that on this, on this podcast, please. <laughs> um, pieces of her. It's kind of a doc, it's kind of a thriller. Watching Tony Collette in like witness protection. It's a bit, Bit of a thriller there. Not horror. It's got Come a good little start. Even I've done better than you this week. I can do better. I can no, do better. Sorry. Hang on. Diabolical, the boys' short animations. I've watched all of those. Fucking fantastic. The animations are quirky. It's got a bit of Looney Tunes in there, a bit of manga, a bit of just there's weird bonkers. Ad, I mean, the adult cartoon is taking another leap. We had Family Guy for years and stuff, but like since... I'd say, not since, but like Rick and Morty's obviously done, paved the way. But like, wow, Simpsons. Yeah, but it's got the increase in the in the debauchery. Rick and Morty's nuts. Yeah, but South like, Park. <laughs> but look at look at like Invincible specifically for adults. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just joshing. I know you are, but like this, um, the boys' shorts are just basically what's that? Uh, Love, death, and monsters. Yeah. This is what we wanted from Love, Death and Monsters. The the little trinkets are only like 12, 30 minutes long. Mm. They're, they're fantastic. Definitely worth a watch, man. Cool. Um, and you get to see it as the as what the how gross and demeaning the comic was. Mm. That's what I like. So yeah, definitely worth a go and watch the uh, diabolical boy short. But apart from that, I watched no horror movies. Ah, makes a change. What have you done? What have you got? I'm, I've actually, do you know what? I wanted to see the Slumber Party Massacre remake thing. So I was like, did I'm you watch really, it? Yeah, I watched it. Did you pay for it? No. Where'd but I watched it on, uh, Blu-ray at work, but the problem is it wasn't great. It started off really, really cool. Um, it started off really, really good. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so clever. This is so good. And then it just takes a real big nosedive and just gets worse and worse and worse. And it's such a shame because it starts off so, so fucking good. 
Yeah, but the first one was grimy and d- disgraceful. Was, yeah, was it this, not? Was, this wasn't grimy and disgraceful. Some of the kills was okay, and the lead guy who was playing the kind of driller killer weird guy was cool. Uh, he was like very creepy, like the guy from the original. Like he did this really weird kind of eyeball-y face, and he was wearing a double denim and stuff, which was cool. <laughs> double denim. And there was loads of nods to the original, like hun- loads of nods. Even there was even a nod to the second um, Some Pie Massacre that that we haven't watched because it's something to do with a, a, the, a guitar or something that gets thrown into the mix of a killing weapon. But it's just, it, 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 it had a really good little kind of twist and then it just got real, real bad. Uh, and it's just, did they modernize, did they modernize it with like, are we talking? Cause there was like lots of nudity in the first one. Have they gone, have they gone 18 plus or are they just like kept it? It's definitely an 18 because there's like absolutely loads of gore and stuff. However, like, it is just, yeah, they, they, they didn't, they didn't go down that kind of route. They did kind of go down the, the kind of woke route a little bit, but it was like a twist. So kind of the blokes were a bit, there's like, they meet these blokes on, on, on this trip and, and the blokes are kind of weedy and scared where the girls are more kind of strong which was quite a good little twist. Like, the girls are the ones that are... I can't really... I don't want to spoil stuff. Maybe, maybe you should watch it when it comes up on a streaming service or something like that. It's, it's worth a watch, but it's not a match on the original at all. But it's a shame, because it did. It, the direction it was going was brilliant, and then it just took another direction that just went utter bollocks. Which Fair was enough. More Black Christmas than anything else remake-wise. Not hitting the bark on these recalls, are we? No, not at all, not at all. Um, another that, other than that, um, I obviously went and see, saw the Batman. Uh, I'm not going to say a word, no spoilers, whatever, because I know you're going to watch it. But <laughs> I did want to talk about where I watched it, because oh, maybe we should do a little trip soon. Um, so we went to Bath and went to a place called Vitoli. It's like a posh cinema. I think, uh, you've got one in Cheltenham. Tivoli, is it called Tivoli, is that right? Tivoli, that's it, Tivoli. Yeah, uh, Cheltenham, I believe, have got one in their their arcade. It it was cool, it was really nice. So you you go in, it's real posh cinema, you you can order whatever you want, like drinks or food or snacks or whatever, and then you go and sit in this really nice, big, comfy, it's almost like sofas, Um, and the screen wasn't huge, it was probably half the size of the screen, but the sound was fucking insane. Hmm. Like the sound system in there was crystal clear. Like the soundtrack is booming, and it was awesome. It was really cool. And they kind of bring your f- food out in the trailers, so you have to kind of be quick. Like if you're ordering a burger and shit, you you need to be quick eating it because if you're not eating it by the time the film starts, the fucking lights go down. It's pitch black, and uh, we made the mistake of ordering some nachos. So it was like a Russian roulette with like fucking chilies on it was like fucking crazy <laughs> you're putting in your mouth mate but it's uh i had a jack downs and coke which was quite nice and uh relaxed in the chair and it was um yeah it was a good experience maybe we should do it one time when uh drink, so drinks wise it's like uh almost like a theater so you get half-time drinks do you no you don't that's the weird thing they just deliver it all to you before the f- film starts so, they don't want to interrupt you or anything like that so you could be triple parked then yeah, yeah, you could yeah. do. You could order whatever you want. Yeah, but the funniest thing there was um, people ordering like cups of tea and stuff. So they had like a china cup with a tea cup on it. I mean, it's very decadent. Um, 
but it's all right for a little trip there. And uh, it's probably good because the Batman yeah. movie was like three hours long. So, what was the cost of that? I think it's like they're like fifty quid a ticket, aren't they? No, 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 not at all. It's like uh, for for tickets, it's about eighteen ninety nine. Is that it? That's terrible, yeah. isn't it? And then yeah. you got to pay for drinks, obviously, and all that's that stuff. Expensive part where you, if you order like drinks and stuff, that's where it can get a bit pricey. But it's all good stuff, and the service was great, and. The cinema was fantastic and stuff, but it's definitely worth a little treat. Maybe a future sponsor of Draw One Last Breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Free food. That'd be epic if we get, like, uh, you know, I, w- I would take a sponsor. If I get an independent cinema come at us, I'd take that all day. Yep. Or, or Viagra or Manscaped. <laughs> um, <laughs> get in that way, is it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Anything, we'll take anyone. <laughs> right, cool. right, let's, let's, Ban that then, and let's, uh, should we, is, is that all that's, go, all that's going on? Yeah, that's all I've really done uh, for the last two weeks, really. Okay, let's get on to some news then, mate. Let's do it. i got a few bits. Go, news. go on, go on. I want to talk to you about Isle of the Dead. You heard about this? No. Nope. Mm, featuring Maggie and Negan. So oh, Jeff I've Morgan. seen the poster. Sorry, yes, I've seen the poster, but I haven't seen anything else. Carry on. You haven't read anything up on it? Nope. Got the original? Because I'm still getting through Walking Dead, so I didn't want to spoil anything. Well, that's kind of sported right there. They, that means they survived to the end, right? Mm, possibly. Oh, yeah. I suppose it has, isn't it, really? Arsos. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. Like, we know we hopefully, we, at some point, we're getting an Andrew Lincoln movie, some spin-off. Three movies, didn't they? Yeah, there's another spin-off later on the year. Um, Fear of the Walking Dead's just been um, capped for a eight, eighth, I think it's eighth season. So mm-hmm. there you go, they come out for an eighth season. That's fucking loads. Um, obviously, that Maggie, Maggie and Daryl thing, the spin-off, is, 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 looks like that's going to take off as well. So yeah, interesting. Um, I mean, Olivia Munn's been scooped for the other um spin-off that's n- with new characters new it says new and old so it's going to incorporate some new and old characters that'd be quite interesting but this one i want to talk about because the most least the le- less something well i need to watch this last season as soon as it's finished um because i'm going to binge it maggie and negan entering manhattan so we're going to get the new york skyline with zombies i mean i don't know if i can ever say that that's been done before and it'd be cool it'd be cool to see something like that because like yeah walking dead is all like a lot of it is out in the out like the outer skirts isn't it of the i mean we did get a little bit of the inner city at the start but then they left it didn't they so it could be interesting bringing it into kind of a city again the atlanta stuff was cool but like new york's a different scale man it'd be like Mm. um escape from new york but with Maggie and Negan, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, trying to, um, you know, get on after, you know, she, he bashed her husband's head in with a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose uh, maybe they they kind of cater for some of that storyline in the last season. Mm. Um, yeah, hmm, interesting. Nice to see them get some work. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I know you're going to love this. One of our one of our favorite episodes. We're sure we'll talk about it later. Um, drawing back to that, Meg Two, the Trench. 
<laughs> is coming in summer 2023. Oh, <laughs> so we've got that to look forward to. Uh, we're going to have to. We'll have, we'll have to uh, review that, won't we? Without a doubt, mate. It's one of your favourite films of all time, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's, Warner Brothers have been releasing quite a lot. Um, into they've been saying they've been giving their little pathway, but you know, Meg True is on that. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Jason back, and the main thing is Jason Statham will be back. Of course. So that's got my money. I just like. They just pulled up a dump truck full of cash and just emptied it on his lawn. This is really interesting. Go on. Ty West is back with the brand new A24 horror movie X, which we've talked about, which is a kind of this porno thing. Um, and it's starring <laughs> yeah. the on-the-rise actress General Tiger, who was in um, Scream earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she was in, I think, the, new, the latest Dave Grohl one, Studio 666 as well. And she's going to be in the upcoming Adams Family series as well, <laughs> as Wednesday. So a lot, she's got a lot going on. But when's this movie coming out? Hmm. It's got a cinema release date now of the 18th of March. Mm. So we shall see. Episode 100, maybe. Coming to a cinema near you. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Well, we will see. So I'm looking forward to this. Hopefully it'll be the cinema near us and we will be looking to review this bad boy because i'm quite interested in this one this I looks... love, love ty west and a24 all day yeah all day really good what about you bud you got any news i have got some news some quite big news um you might have seen me kind of briefly talk about this in our whatsapp group that we've got um but is about the alien franchise is moving forward with a brand new director slash writer um is that director matthew wow yeah i'd See, I don't, I'm in two minds about this one, so I'm going to kind of read you a little blurb that I got off of Bloody Disgusting, what I read on there, and see, see let's, let's talk, have a little chat about it, but it says, in what could easily be the biggest news bomb of the year, Evil Dead and Don't Breathe director Feli Alvarez will be both right and direct a brand new alien movie for Ridley Scott. So Ridley Scott has still got his fingers in the pie, and 20th Century Studios reports... The project is described as an original standalone feature, which is a breath of fresh air after several big swings by Scott himself. Ridley Scott, who of course directed the original classic in 1979 and later returned for the prequels, will produce via his Scott Free banner. And the project is intended to be made of, of for Hulu as part of 20th Century Fox's Century, sorry, 20th Century's ambitions to make more than 10 movies a year for Disney-owned streaming services. So, yeah, I mean, I'm happy that it's going to be a standalone story, which is good, because I was getting a bit worried that they were going to try and do something after Aliens, possibly. But I, I don't know. After Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I'm just, I, I just don't know. I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not 100%. I'm just going to go with low expectations, but fingers crossed it'll be really good. And like, fingers crossed that they just bring the Marines ele- element back. And make it all out kind of war, loads of aliens, loads of like cool stuff. But we'll see. What do you think? Yeah, we're getting old, dude. There's a fucking audience for um, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, man. Um, it did get some good reviews. It has been watched a fucking buttloads of times on Netflix. So there, it didn't hit the mark of us, fine, but it did hit the mark of a lot of people. 
So, probably on the side of Met One that's liked it yet. Wow, uh, so. but it's it's been watched loads. His style, yeah. his style is interesting and I think applied in the right area. He he, it could do well, and you know why don't we see? I, I'm ready for some kind. Of, you know, all these fucking things at the moment is it's let's get a build a well with Walking Dead especially let's get a big U- Walking Dead universe. Let's get this universe. Let's get a fucking Marvel, DC, all this shit. I guess why not have a and Star Wars is you know is very successful. Let, let's let's see if he can lay the foundation for an alien universe to continue. So there, is, there is the supposed TV show coming as well, so maybe well, it's got something to do with that. I never know. But, know. but Prey is coming as well at some point. That's another Predator movie, isn't it? Yeah, Predator one. Yeah, that looks interesting. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm all up for it, mate. I, you know me. I love alien stuff. Uh, I was I was I was a fan of the last few movies, um, although a lot of people weren't. Um, but yeah, let's see what happens. I'm kind of talking out my ass a minute. I'm just trying to. I literally just stuff just flew through my head when I say expanded universe. Oh my god! I mean, if you think about it, there's been like four alien movies um, from the original lot, and then there's been two like Convenant, Prometheus. And then there's Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator 2, isn't there? And then there's also Predator, Predator 2, Predators, and that new fucking Predator. There's quite a lot that kind of sits within that world. So maybe I'm talking out my fucking arse. And it's just... Maybe. But I think I feel like it just needs a relaunch or something. I don't know. There's a lot. If, if, If Predator and Aliens exist in the same universe, that's that's almost fucking ten movies. Yeah, but that, I think, I... I think this new film is going to be just a, a alien universe. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they've been burnt by the alien predator thing before. I think they're done with that, mate. Honestly. Well, uh, as long as Fassbender doesn't appear in it, then we're all good, right? <laughs> fingering his flute. <laughs> I yeah. Oh God. There's a lot of yeah. good, there's a, there are some good bits to take away from those movies. I won't damn them because they oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely good creepy movement. So I want yeah. to go back to either I want to see some, like you said, I want to see some fucking Marines, or I want it to go balls deep like the first one with the horror. So we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Um, the only other little bits of news I've got: uh, rumors Florence Pugh is going to be in Dune two. Not really horror, but I was like, good, nice, that'd be cool. And the only thing, there's a cool, there's a cool little trailer. For, we've spoke about this on the pod before. I know we have. Um, it's a weird name for a film. It's called Slash Back. Right. But it's got Slash in the middle, so it's like Slash Slash Back. Anyway, it's um, I'll read a little blurb again off the internet that I found. Aliens are headed to the Arctic in an upcoming sci-fi invasion film, Slash Back. And the first clip today gives us our first introduction to the teen heroes doing battle with the aliens. And I, I watched it, the, the little t- trailer. It doesn't give a w- much away, but they're all um, like getting their like like blades out and stuff like that. And it's and um, and that's all they really show is them getting kind of ready and putting their paint on their faces and stuff. Um, do you remember that movie that came out a while ago with the aliens, the British one? What was the, what, what was the one? Uh, Attack the block. That was it. Remember Attack the block? Oh yeah, it might be a bit like that. Oh, the one with uh, old uh, Finn. Yeah. John Viega, yeah, oh yeah, and uh, but that a little bit because they're they're younger, they're teenagers, but 
apparently there's a lot of horror references in the movie um that I've been told that they're horror fans as well but it looked, it looked really cool it looked really cool so possibly could be a good one we'll, we'll wait and see what what that's mm-hmm. gonna be like maybe it's the year of the aliens I mean I keep seeing a countdown to uh nope at the moment everywhere so yep. 130 days or something to go until we see that mm-hmm. bad point. yeah can't wait for that cannot wait but that's all the news I've got, dude, unless you've got any more. No, man. Let's, let's do it. Let's wrap it up. Let's move on. Let's talk about our main review. Go for it, boot, dude. Fear pumping through the blood, more power. Okay, so for our review this episode, we have gone to Shudder and their exclusive movie called Howlbender. Little synopsis for you: A mother and her daughter live in the uh, live a life of almost seclusion in the mountainous area of the United States. The adolescent Izzy only has a friend, her mother, a woman full of secrets to whom she shares a primitive rock band. The mother does not want people to come near her daughter for some strange reason. Mm. So, yes, Paul, you picked this one. This is your fault, thanks. (laughs) Anyway, where should we start with this one? I have nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It's from New Zealand, right? Is it? Is it New, from New from New Zealand? Is it? I, I felt that it, I felt like it, it was uh, a Down Under movie. It's American. Is it? Okay, that's, <laughs> that's that. That's that is gone. Okay. Um, eighty-six What's minutes. This movie? Eighty-six minutes. So that's yep. a positive. A nice little time. Yeah. Nice little time. I don't know. It's. It's about like what's it's another do- daughter movie. It's got it's about witches. It's about witches and power and 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 all law, of that jazz. Law about that stuff. About stuff. It explores some interesting themes. Um, you know, I think what I should have done, mate, is I should have come round your house. <laughs> you should have got out the freaking mushrooms, mate, and we should have took a trip. That would have been awesome. Because it has got some trippy moments, right? There's some good things to take away of this, but we will go. But Absolutely. this is based, you know, mother-daughter, they've got this weird fucking band called Hellbenders that, that appear. I thought the band was quite cool, actually. I thought it sounded quite good. I wrote that down. I thought the band, the music was pretty cool. I didn't, I mean, the more face paint they got on, I'm not really sure about that. But it did explore an interesting avenue of uh, of witches. And, you know, the daughter doesn't really know who she, that she is one. She, they're isolated. Then she meets some people. Then she discovers her power, which she gets from um, eating living things. And you can see where it's going from that. You know, there's some murders. There's some killings. There's some blood. There's some gore. Um, it, it's all right. <laughs> it starts with a hanging. Mm. I, I thought the start was quite cool. I thought I did get a bit worried. I was like, oh, shit, is this going to be a period 
piece. Oh, yeah, I want to turn it off as soon as that button. But it looked really cool, and I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like, you know, she's hanging from a tree, and they're trying to kill her. They shoot her, like, loads, and she's still alive with a bag over her head. And then and then they stab her, and then she fucking flies off. So, because some of the um, effects in this were pretty cool. Like, that's they must have spunked a lot of their budget up on effects, because there's a lot of effects. And, I think they've done well, done well that way. It's impact. almost like, I haven't researched, but it's almost like the person who's done this film is has done music videos, for sure. I yeah, guarantee. Yeah. It was based, it was felt like it was like, we can play music, let's build a horror movies around this sort of thing. Mm. I don't know, it felt like that. And nothing wrong with that, we've seen some good, some good horror <laughs> movies. Look at the Green Room and stuff like that, man. And, and what's that other fucking, bat, what's that movie that we watched at Fright Fest the other year? That was pretty cool. Those four chicks and stuff like that. Did I just say the word? Oh chick? yeah, the one where they, what the one where they uh, body parts, body. Yeah, it's called it? body parts, wasn't it? Might be. I can't remember. It was good though. It was... Um, but yeah, you're right. That was a cool sequence at the start, where she fucking got on fire and just shot up into fucking. I was, it caught my interest, and I, you know, there were there's other things as well. It's like it, it was interesting to kind of. They've obviously thought a lot about kind of the 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 yeah. law behind it and the myths behind it and how it, how it, you know it's different. It was different. It was like you know this is how you get your power. This is where it's from. If you do this, you have fucking mental trips. If you eat this, you're just the, your buzz will be insane. You you harness this power because of that. Um, you know it, it was an interesting story behind it. It just was a little bit, just executed a bit, very slowly for sure. It, it was an independent movie for sure. The production was low, obviously, um, but, but it was I, just a bit slow. Yeah, it was, and she was clear. The mum was. It didn't. It and it didn't ramp up enough. But when so she was like hiding her because obviously her daughter must be like really powerful, and that's what she didn't want to explode in her. And you know when it came through, but then but then the genesis afterwards is like. Okay, so she's opened up Pandora's box, so let's just start teaching her. That stuff was kind of cool. They could have, like, spunked into that, like, a lot more, I thought. Um, you know, th- there was some interesting witchy stuff, some interesting views. The, the I mean, I, I noted that the fucking stuff that they she was sort of encouraging, you know, they were foragers at the start. She didn't want her to eat anything. And obviously the mum was definitely exploring her witchiness in terms of like putting protection spells up and ensuring that nothing could come you know a door or didn't open up her magic mm. the key through the hand was cool yeah it was cool it's trippy again it's like trippy. some some of the images are just crazy like yeah i like it was quite clever when they were doing all that kind of mist in the air and breaking it up and the pat they were using their powers when they were stoned um, but it, yeah, I just don't know, it just needed a bit more for me. It needed a bit more kind of substance to it, as in kind of like to move the story on a little bit. Maybe I don't know. It could have introduced a bit more kills in it, maybe. Yeah, who maybe, who, who we got on the kill list? So um, there was a hiker, like that she melted into nothing. Yeah, it looked like she just decimated him. Even yeah, though apparently he'd been missing for a long time. And they said, didn't they say he got attacked by a bear? Or was that, no, that was the other guy, wasn't it? The guy that 
own the house. Yeah, yeah. we didn't see that kill. That was no. a screen kill, but we he's dead, right? Because he was, yeah. Because she meets, like, these group of, this other girl, and I thought that was going to be an ongoing... Yeah, I thought this was point. this was the introduction, yeah. Yeah, and that could have been, like, they were going to get on, they would become best friends, we are going to see that. But that relationship dissolved quite quickly. Mm. And that was kind of like, oh, okay. Um, and that was, like, after they introduced her to alcohol and got her to swallow a real worm, and that's when her powers sort of started to come. And that scream was pretty interesting. I got <laughs> yeah. that, right? <laughs> It's pretty weird, pretty fucked up. And then again, it looked like shrooms, sort of, you know, that whole trippiness. And then the montage, and then like them, you know, the mum, them occasionally playing songs together. Then they're eating different, like you said, like different uh, things. Like, what was it? Like that she had a pot full of mealworms. Mealworms. And that would give her a trip. And then this thing makes her float. And this thing. Certain things have more more powerful than others it's, yeah it just got a bit a bit weird because at the start I thought it was going to be a bit like um, like let the right one in a bit like as it started I was like oh it's going to be like this this mother's love for this witch that she's brought into the world and she has to provide for her but she's trying to hide her how she's going to like keep her powers and I thought she's going to this her, I thought her daughter was just going to go on like a fucking mass killing spree or something or just go fucking nuts at the end or something. But that didn't happen. It just kind of, the ending was just, again, real trippy. They were puking blood on each other at one stage. Well, that was fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> and then they go into this like weird black goo that's in a chest in the in the attic and she's got someone or has she or are they just taking another fucking trip and it's just like very very strange it's just a very fucking strange movie very weird yeah this might have been a miss for me in, in terms of Shudder I think this was a bit of a miss um, I didn't really want to talk about it too I don't know if you want there's not much to talk about in this <laughs> one uh, I don't know if you like fucking movies that are just very very strange um, but there were some beautiful shots and some cinematography and some weird bits and stuff. But it just it was it was just a bit for me. It just fell a bit dull for me. Sorry, yeah, but you know, she was good. I thought the daughter wasn't bad. Mum, yeah. I struggled with the mum a little bit. Didn't really think she held her own. Um, yeah, supporting cast. There wasn't really any. <laughs> to really talk about even a mate who, who seems of, like they like again it seems like they just spent a lot of the money on um, effects to which is fine more pretty you well got, it is but you've got to have a good storyline to back it up as well yeah yeah you got, but you know maybe they you know you, you have to explore different things when you're making movies so it's good to have absolutely I mean I'm sure there's a there's a a big market of people that will love this movie, I can guarantee. Because I read some of the reviews on Shudder, and loads of people giving it like four or five stars. Loving it. But, nah, not for me. I'm afraid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, that was Hellbender. (laughs) (laughs) If you like trippy shit, take some acid and go watch this movie. Yeah, man, defo. What are you rating this bad boy? I would probably give this a a three out of ten breaths for this one for me. What about yourself? Like three? 
Yeah. Free. Free. Definitely. It's a free. That is a draw one last breath, three out of ten. Ooh! <laughs> that's a bit of a... We love it. Love a good old Shudder exclusive. There's a couple more. I'm, 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 we're we're going to explore Shudder a lot more in the future, guys. So be prepared for these little boobs. This was just a little stoke in there. If you got Shudder, go and watch it. Of course, why not? You're paying for it. <laughs> you got to get well, the rough. Just save that one hour and twenty minutes. You know, watch if you watch these sorts of movies, you will appreciate others. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, that is Hellbender. Moving on to our next episode 100. We don't have a solid investment in one movie yet, but we will surprise you on the day. <laughs> Let's get on to our something to scream about. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? Why do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? I challenge Matt to have a look back at the 98 episodes that we'd already done. And let's have, we're going to get a bit self-indulgent now, I think. Yeah? You up for that? Self-indulgent? I asked Matt, like, what are your favourite moments? Like, uh, what are your favourite moments? What have you really enjoyed? And, what uh, you know, I I went back and I listened to a couple of, like, snippets that I remembered. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, yeah, I want to hear, what were your your favourite moments from the last, like, couple of years that we've been doing this bad boy? Well, I'm going to be honest right from the start, and this might sound a bit, like, a bit soppy, but it's all been so far absolutely amazing and i have enjoyed it so much um with you uh over the 99 episodes uh it's been absolutely amazing uh i think it's it's been really cool for us as friends uh to to grow this kind of podcast and do have so many cool memories and i was looking through it and i just i wrote down so many kind of ep- of my favorite episodes and time we did stuff together and and how we built this podcast uh between the two of us and we've put so much love and time and kind of and all the people we've had on as well have been brilliant and you know it's been an absolute fucking pleasure doing this podcast with you and that's probably one of the best things is just setting it up to be honest mate yeah i know and i feel the same about you man it's like it's been you know we we we've watched hundreds and hundreds of movies together over the years um and like this has been such a cool excuse to kind of watch more and like start like talking to them as if we did anyway like when we're like meeting up and it's been a great sort of like extra thing to have and be able to sort of go i'm always going to fucking be able to speak to matt and be able to talk to matt about something this is our hobby and like this is like you know i don't know that i need an excuse but it's a great excuse to sort of just like continue what we fucking love and put mm put a nice wrap around it i suppose um discover so much cool shit as well that we haven't seen yeah and there has been a lot of cool shit and we've yeah. done some cool shit the stuff that i would never even fucking thought no way no oh, way i mean you know i'm gonna dive into go on you go what you got for i mean 
starstruck moment, I think episode um, 73, Andre Gower, man. Yeah. We had a good movie. We, we we reviewed the Monster Squad on it, and we reviewed Synchronic. Pretty good movie, I thought. Yeah, really good movie. Benson and, and uh, Morehouse coming out with Moon Knight later on in the month. But that interview with Andrew Gunn, we'd done a couple. We weren't like, we're not fucking pros. We're just two boys who like fucking horror. So it's kind of exactly. like the fact that Matt had made the effort during lockdown to kind of contact loads of people. And he'd done the majority of interviews, which is cool because, I, you know, I, I get a bit nervous and not very confident about that sort of thing. But, he, you know, we let, we did a couple like Jed, Jed Shepard was fa- fantastic. Um, Kelly Moan, he was like two weeks before, about a month before. And I was like, oh, I got into this, and I swing. And I, I don't know, I just, I, I, I nearly, that Andre Gower one, man, he was such a gent. It was, so it, that was special, wasn't it? It was just a special kind of like, it, it just made everything so much better as well because he was so accommodating and, and so cool. And he's obviously done this sort of stuff before and he totally understands the fandom around it. And he was just, he was just so fucking cool. You, yeah. Uh, if, if you haven't listened to that episode, yeah, go and check it. What episode was it again? Episode seventy three. So, I mean, seventy one was Maroni, and like she was fucking great as well. But it's like Maroni was more like, okay, we I we discovered her through watching. Well, I did watching Night of the Comet. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, fuck, and that's like that's one of the other things. Night of the Comet. I will talk about that in a minute. But getting into Chopping Mall and like starting to discover her career was incredible mm. so to be able to talk to her was fantastic but Andre Gower was something from my childhood and it was just fucking yeah both of us I mean that was this I mean that was a special connection wasn't it for us that that especially when we watched the documentary just before as well yeah you just put that emotion uh, special that film is to us as when we were kids and and how it's been nurtured and and how yeah that was just that was a great episode yeah. Great episode, yeah. Um one of my pers- one of my obviously one of my personal ones was for me was getting to interview Shauna McDonald on episode <laughs> twenty eight. Uh it was it was it was really hard. That's probably one of the first ever interviews I've ever done. Um and that was at a Comic Con with so much noise going on. And <laughs> I was nervous as shit. And we saved that for you had we had that in the bank for like <laughs> a good six months before we put it up we put it up and stuff like that we had it for a while didn't we yeah but she was again she was amazing she just had time to talk we sat there and just like chatted like it was just normal um and that that was cool because that was on an episode with basket case as well <laughs> which was cool the first time I was episode 28 i forgot that was still quite early that was another first for me because i'd never seen basket case Oh my god, yeah. Christ. Yeah. A lot of firsts. I mean, you know, talking about a mo- you know, and this is like great for the, talking about like an, you know, good, good, the podcast which I've listened to and stuff like that. And, um, I'm proud of us in this respect because, um, you know, when you have arcs in movies and arcs in life and stuff like that, we watched, um, I think it was, in the space of a month, we watched Night of the Creeps and Night of the Comet in the space of a, in, in this very short space of time. Um, yes, episode 17. Yeah, episode 17 was like, it was like, 
we'd watched Glass and Night of the Comet. Yeah. Um, still one of our most listened to episodes, that one with Glass. And then, like, about a month later, we watched Night of the Creeps. And it's like, I mean, they turned into one of my favourite movies. And then, like, later on, when we got to, like, interview with, like, the whole thing, like, like during COVID, was, like, that movie host. Um, hosts. Hosts? No, host. Um, with uh, Jed Shepard and... Yeah. Um, and it was just like we were expecting Jed, <laughs> but they'd obviously been on a complete and utter fucking uh, media roller coaster. So he brought along two of the fucking actresses as well. We didn't even know that, did we? And that's uh, episode fifty-nine. Are we just fucking like? I just felt proud of us, man, because we like completely rolled with it. It was Emma, yeah, Emma that's it. We were on, we were caught on the back foot because we didn't have a fucking clue. All our questions were to Jed. <laughs> it was like okay. Um, what are we yeah, doing? I, was, I, I gotta say, I was proud of you though, bud, because you you fucking you pr- you really really got into that, and it was just like it was just the conversation just flowed really well, and it was just funny as it's just so funny. Oh, I'd love to do more of that, man, in the future. It's so Ooh, much fun. don't you worry, I'm, we will. It's you know it, it, it's proven a little bit harder lately because that whole time of COVID. Did as, as as horrible as it seems, it did us a little favour with getting a lot of of interviews because a lot of people had downtime. But it's given us a, a, a good chance to get some good guests in and hopefully uh, some new yeah. listeners. So I am yeah. so proud of you, fucking doing that <laughs> stuff, mate. I think you absolutely did a sterling job. And the ones that you've sort of organised, Sean and McDonald, you know, um, Jude Courtney, um, the Travis Bark uh, Baker. <laughs> no, Travis Stevens. Travis. Travis Barker. I wish it was Travis yeah. Barker. <laughs> yeah, but Travis Stevens is good. Yeah, he's, um, he's just as good as Travis Stevens. That, yeah. FX, that FX company. Yeah, Russell well, FX. Yeah, they were cool. Uh, Richard Brake. Richard Brake. That, that, that was fucking <laughs> scary because I had fans like breathing down my neck. I could feel them getting angry because I was just asking questions. And yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, it's all. It's great fun you did but, awesome and then we we can't go with men- without mentioning like some of the other episodes like the fright fest episode i think it's episode probably i think it's 33 which was the proper fright fest when we proper went and got properly involved um probably one of the fr- best fright fests we had which was the last one we went to wasn't it that wasn't yeah. digital 20, even though the digital ones were fun 2019 we went for the whole weekend and we had such yeah. a cool time and we did and that was one of our that is one of our most listened to episodes yeah it was yeah. great fun so good um that's when i think we finally we always felt part of it but this is when we finally now feel like properly part of the fright Fest family mm. and uh hopefully fingers crossed <laughs> we can do it this year with an extra extra family member in- introduced to so we'll see always is Uh, I have to say, one of my favourite moments, and I'm going to have to listen to this again. I'm going to go to the archive, right? And and try and (laughs) put this out. Pull this out. But there was a moment, I don't know, we'll see, but this is a moment which I listened to again today. (laughs) Uh, It was uh, the second time Geordie Paul was on. It was the Us and Candyman episode. Okay. And uh, I, you've never, I mean, I want to play it for you now. But it was, I, I won't because it's stupid, but like, it was, um, when you introduced the, 
the normal fucking thing we do when we do the podcast. Hi, my name's Matt, and I went, and I'm Paul. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Listening to it back, obviously, it's like <laughs> straight away you, you you go, you bastard. But if I look, go back to the recording of it, that fuck you, you were laughing and Paul's laughing for fucking ages. <laughs> And it's like the funniest thing, that's so much cut out just to get that little bit. Because <laughs> it's just like, he was so mad at me for fucking doing it because I was winding you up before. I just think it was so much fun, that like little bit. That was my, one of my favourite moments. That's my, a good episode, talking about us. True. One of my favourite, probably, that I one I, I did laugh a lot at was uh, episode 26 when we did uh, The Ranger and The Mutilator. <laughs> just for your one line. <laughs> Hook in the puss. Uh, <laughs> oh that's brilliant yeah that's absolutely stuck, fucking brilliant that stuck with us for a little bit you're welcome <laughs> yeah but there's yeah there's so much stuff like sleepaway camp episode 29 watching that gem of a movie fucking yeah I, you know not in a comment when you introduced me to um class in newcomb high that i've never seen before I can't believe that one. That was um because you've watched a lot more than me. Because you were worried, you were thinking I was gonna not like it, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> I meant so much to me as when I was a kid, man. I was just, but then I fucked. But then you know, I'm such an asshole sometimes. You I know. Poo pooed on my uh, movie, The Gate. Stephen Dork. <laughs> yeah, all right. but yeah, it's all good. And uh, what was the other one I poo pooed on? He didn't like it was um old. Nightbreed. <laughs> oh yeah, Nightbreed. Yeah, Nightbreed. But uh, we had some. It's good. We've been able to have some good guests. We met some cool people along the way. Obviously, we had the interview. You know, something uh, was it? Um, that documentary. Yep. Search of Darkness. We, you know, um, met the do the producer on that. That was good fun. That's obviously now moved on to like Search of Darkness Free. It's fucking really grown legs. But that's the horror community for you. Um, John Alicat. I mean. Yep. Fuck me, that was one. Of, that was an awesome meet through the podcast. And yeah, with that we went to John Carpenter gig, and he, we met him through there. Cracking. Yeah. And all this, yeah. you know, I love his stuff, and he has been on the podcast tw- twice. Once. Yeah. Once. No. Twice. twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, I've been, I've interviewed him, didn't I as well? Yes. Yes. That was, so that was cool. Um, hopefully, be on again. Great interview that was. We, we chatted for ages. Maybe he'll be on again soon. You never know, eh? <laughs> um, but yeah, like a couple of our mates has done it as well, which is cracking. Dowsty, what do we call him? Can't remember. Side the Serb. Side the Serb. Uh, Werewolf Dan. Uh, I don't know if Doigie got a dodgy Doigie. Don't know. He, <laughs> he introduced us to Robert. Dirty yeah, Doig. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't fun. But obviously, obviously, Geordie Paul as well. He's been on it a few times. Yeah, he's a regular. He's a regular guy now, isn't he? Wow. <laughs> but mate, loved it. Really, really can't wait to do a hundred more. To be honest. Yeah, I feel I like we're going to ramp it up as well. We're going to spice things up for the next one hundred. Yes, yes, we will. Um, I think we've got some uh, good ideas moving forward, um, and I want to get more interviews, more people on it. I want to get more list. I want to be honest. I want to get more listeners yeah. onto the podcast we've said it before this is just two lads talking and if you're listening fantastic we do it if you weren't 
Um, but it's fantastic that you are. No, if, even if we have one or two listeners, I don't care. Yeah, um, we'd still do it. But we've got an, a nice, a nice bunch. So if any of you want to come on, just get in contact through the social media, and we we will talk to you about horror. Talk about your love of horror. That's what we Absolutely. want. Absolutely. If you listen to us regularly and you want to come on, more than welcome. Hell yeah! Just hit us up on the socials, and we'll get we'll get you involved. Paul Thomas, I'm talking to you. <laughs> right. Um, let's stop getting so self-indulgent, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Okay, that's enough of us talking about us all the time. But that was a good chat, mate. That was a really good chat. So, I think it's time to move on to our movie from the vault. The Mind, a place of infinite mystery. When the mind strays... It can become a place of fear. You next. Jane Doe is a victim of amnesia. I can't remember my past. That doesn't make me crazy. Here at State Hospital, they will unlock the doors to her hidden past. I have a terrible sense of danger here. Now, something powerful and terrifying will be released from the dead. When the mind of Jane Doe is opened. Colin Ramsey has come back from the other side of death. A terror long buried rises to life. He's come back for revenge. And he's come for me. Think your last thought. You can't kill me. And only the ones called insane are able to see the truth. Death is near. You're all gone, yeah! The distance between the depths of a damaged mind and the depths of hell is no greater than the thickness of a door. And now, the door is open. The dead pit, where man's worst nightmare rises from the dead. Okay, this episode's Moved from the Vault is The Dead Pit, 1989, The Dead Pit, directed by Brett Leonard. It's got a whole host of stuff. Uh, A renegade doctor is shot dead and entombed with his fiendish experiments in the basement of an abandoned wing of a mental hospital. Twenty years later, a mysterious woman is admitted with... a, A mysterious woman is admitted with amnesia. And her arrival is marked by an earthquake, weird, which cracks the seal to the dead pit, freeing the evil doctor to continue his work. <laughs> there we go. The what the fuck have you done to me? Can you remember the first time you saw this movie? <laughs> yeah, the other night. Hopefully it'd be fucking last. Can I make a confession to you? Go on. I fell asleep during the last ten minutes of this movie and forgot. And I was like, I woke up about midnight, realizing that I hadn't seen the end of it, and going, "Oh shit, I got to watch the last ten minutes." And so oh, I forgot till about ten minutes before the podcast today. Watched the last ten minutes today. Glad I did though, because it really tied things up. So definitely <laughs> worth, definitely worth that extra ten minutes of my life. My lord. Uh, 
This wasn't that bad. Where do we start? It wasn't that bad. It was um, fucking hell, man. It was cheesy. This movie should be like, it looks, it's this, the look of the movie and the way they acted is, it literally looks like TV budget style acting. Uh, some of the worst acting I've seen in a horror film. Now I compare it to Dead Heat. <laughs> no, because no way, no way. This, the Dead Heat was... Is, it, the, the, it, no way. This, this acting was shocking, and there's, there's a reason why it was shocking. It's like, where did they drag the lead up? The lead girl? Oh, my God. Literally, where did they go? They must have paid well, a lot. They've nothing and, else, so... Well, that's... Me. I rest my case. I was just like, oh my god, straight away I was like, she's annoying. Forget about the acting. Okay, let's, yeah. Let's, we've got to ignore the acting. Yeah, okay. There was barely any. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but oh, just the intro is great. It was probably one of the slowest, uh, most weird... Like, you, I've seen, like, intros to horror movies. They're fucking cheesy as shit. But this yeah. one, like... I'm going to tell you the director of photography is. Then I'm going to tell you, show you a bit of the movie. Then I'm going to tell you who the fucking executive producer is. For about 20 it's, minutes. It's fucking hell, is long. But then, the fucking, um, what do you call it? The font, I suppose. The, let's call it the font. The font for the title, The yeah. Dead Pit, was great. Title header, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. quite cool. Yeah, it's yeah, a good cool. So, you know, let's move on with that. The logo was cool. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> I love that you have to you have to pick out the logo. <laughs> the one thing. I mean, this is a weird one. It's got an, obviously a, a a big you know a before and a twenty years later. Like what's that movie we did a couple of weeks ago where the kids killed um the girl? Oh, yeah, yeah. What was that called? Oh, prom night. Prom night. Yeah. yeah. So it did another one of them. It's like, okay, so a doctor's doing weird experiments. It's pretty much like Reanimator. It's, you know, it's pretty, very, very killed, similar. Killed a lot of people and stuffed them down a pit. Yeah. And then. Just trying to do tests. Well, he was meant to be doing tests on them and just basically killing them. And then he died. Uh, maybe. He got shot by a well, doctor. Got shot in the head. Yeah. And then that doctor, like, literally just showed the doctor, like, sealing up the gap with the worst, like, <laughs> bit of polyfiller I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like I know what I'll do, keep it sealed up and shut and they just literally wall paste in the wall <laughs> it's like the <laughs> worst job ever yeah so doctor gets shot for doing experiments on the dead fine in a mental institution and then we get miraculously uh, forgotten about obviously yeah. like, and then we get introduced... that's right. where's doctor gone I don't know where he's gone we get introduced to our final girl uh, Jane Doe <laughs> that's her name because she hasn't got one um, she's got a stolen memory, apparently, and she's been introduced to this uh, mental institution. I tell you what. Classic you mental institution. Classic. Because there's a massive cast list. Huge cast list. Yeah. They, I mean, that's where they spunk the budget. They just got a shitload of fucking people. Too many people. <laughs> um, Want to hear about the obligatory uh, tit shot in an 80s movie? Mate, I... Yeah, I don't... It's like, for some reason, I don't know why, but they obviously, well, I know why, because I've got some Matt's facts on it later. But she's w- walking around in these 80s panties. The high-rise uh, high panties. The, the, yeah, the high-waist. The high-waist like, panties. Yeah, like the proper 80s ones. 
with a t-shirt one of those t-shirts that just that just cover your belly that don't cover your belly button yeah that's like a, tank top kind of thing isn't it? so they didn't that's it in a mental institution they didn't give her a gown no no you're, you're going to walk around in your basically panties and bra that's that's your that's your costume what's my costume boss what's my costume <laughs> Well, I mean, you're in a mental institution. You you're wearing like a... Everyone else is wearing a gown. Gown, yeah. You're, welcome, you're going around in your panties. Can you imagine a, a face when they were like, costumes ready? Like, <laughs> holding up these tiny little fucking... What's that? That's underneath, right? Yeah. No, no, no. This this is it. Just these. Do I get a bra? Do I get a bra? Nah, oh, I by guess. the way, we've, we've, we've also... We've got the chains ready. We're going to chain you up and we're going to hose you down. But and you've the got to be wearing the shirt. The t-shirt is so weak. <laughs> it's, pressure, it's like paper. That the pressure of the water will <laughs> tear earth, it off. Unearth your breasts. Fuck it. Eight, remind me, remind me to be a bit of the terrifying scene though, with her hung up. You know, maybe she could be upside down. But yeah, that was just like eighties for you. Let's just have a dream sequence and get her tits out. Because and then we can tick and then for that producer the pervy producer we can tick that box. <laughs> yeah. Pervy producer comes in and goes we're just showing the t- we're showing the tit scene and then he can fuck off and have a wank for the rest of it. You know that's just like fucking hell. It was it, that's what I feel like it was like. It's appalling. I feel like there, it's appalling. I feel like there's one producer going around going have you got a pair of tits in this movie? Yeah, it's here, pervy boy. I'm gonna to want to find out who that producer was because he was literally going around to every movie and they were going, "Is here he is again? Is John the Perv?" <laughs> there we go, John. Uh, is you want to see how the movie's progressing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, lots of scenes like this. Oh, good. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> Give you his, yeah, his, his, his bit, money. The bit where she's running in the gown. Can we get rid of the gown? Why she Why she got a bra on? <laughs> They wouldn't allow that in a mental institution. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah it's a classic, classic, classic mental institution. Not accurate. <laughs> there we go. There was a nice kill with the nurse, though. Mm. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird earthquake, and the weird and the earthquake. I wrote down right down here. Twenty-three minutes in, tits hose down. That's what I got on my notes. Twenty-three minutes. But you know, she keeps her clothes on for the rest of the movie. So. Yeah, but I'm telling you what, there was fucking. Uh, if you're if you're a person that loves a movie with people running down corridors, this is your movie. Yeah. My God, how many shots of walking down, running down corridors can you have in one? This fucking should have been called the Dead Corridor, mate. Because it's <laughs> fucking. Sh- oh my God, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm like now they're running down another corridor. Push someone over, another car. Oh my god, seriously! Yeah, I was like, "Come on." Come there was on. some, there was some good old school horror beats in it though. Kind of liked it. The music sort of, was, you know, was through the whole thing and a, a bit of tense. The doctor would come out. He looked lecherously at people, and then he killed yeah. us. So, so basically, in a nutshell, because we brushed past it a bit, is she's in there. She's got no recollection of who she is. Then for some reason some earthquake happens and breaks open the door that the stupid ass doctor was supposed to fucking like keep shut. Well he wasn't 
He wasn't a, a fucking plasterer, was he? So no, it, no, it's true. Okay, yeah, he could have fucking used a bit better plaster. Anyway, so that cracks the open the the the, the pit again, so the doctor can kind of like I don't know do his stuff and start killing people and then then literally the rest of the film is just the doctor running after her and this this british guy that's apparently been put in there because he's a bombs expert that that likes making bombs a bit too much so that's why he's been thrown in there i feel that they got that wrong i feel that like whoever made this had a little bit of um what would have made this 100 percent cheesier and and made not better but i would have i would have cried if the guy was like Irish and not English <laughs> and he was a bomb expert, they didn't quite oh go gosh. there, but maybe I feel that the, they didn't do their research enough and they didn't get that stereotype like quite right. So there we go. Um, good head toss. Remember that one? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Throws a head at her. So yeah. Then, then there's a lot there of was a good quip to, to go with that. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. I'm the head surgeon here. Oh, God. Yeah, good quip. But then there's all these fucking, for some reason, obviously all these dead patients from the crazy doctor start coming alive and they're all zombified. Now, bearing in mind this is 1989, um, you know, Dawn of the Dead did better zombies and that was fucking 79. This is a good 10 years later and they they just didn't spend any budget on that makeup because some of the zombies were a bit shit. Were they zombies or ghouls? I don't know what the fuck they were. They were they were undead at the end of the day, but yeah, yeah. But it was just like, well, let's ram some zombies in as well for good measure, kind of thing. Everyone loves zombies, but but zombies that can be killed by holy water. Oh yes, holy water. I I kind of that's another thing I quite liked about it. It was quite a, a good little inventive way of going. Well. We need something to kill these people. There's a nun in the medicine institution that can bless water. So there's that massive fuck off like water tank in there that's obviously supplying the water to the place. So they're like, mm, can you bless that water? Not sure if that's, you can do that. But anyway, good idea. Like, let's fucking, you know, blow up. They obviously had this whole running theme through it that they were going to make obviously one of the people a bombs expert because how could they explain how they're going to set up this thing and they want to basically blow it up and flood the mental institution and kill everyone best model i've ever seen <laughs> or well they could they could do that and then everybody could just run upstairs and not wow. get affected by the water there we go the, the zombies not anything but yeah the model bit was a bit weird when they blew it up and it was Clearly a model, and the water was rushing. Yeah, it was terrible. That was absolutely <laughs> shocking. Yeah, but there shocking. you go. Basically, the water's coming through like a little makeshift model. And I even think I see a little bit of flap of paper come off the model as the water's coming through as well. It was that <laughs> fucking bad. But there you go. You know, that's probably pretty much part of the budget on that model and the amount of extras. I got to um, struggled with this one. I, did I thought, you know, he took bits from Freddy in terms of the way that it was shot on the, like, not, like Freddy Free, where it was yeah. like shot on the corridors. It suffered a bit of pacing, um, had some pacing a issues. Lot of pace. but, <laughs> a lot so of there's just, it wasn't enough cheese for it to be like likable for me. That's the only thing. Yeah. Um, however, the last like 20 minutes, there was a lot of blood, a lot of gore. The, the special effects were pretty decent. 
Um, I thought like the melting head Indiana Jones sort of scene at the end with the Doctor was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It wasn't bad, but again, it's it's eighty nine, man. Like things are better by eighty nine, dude. You're talking yeah, like Terminator came. Terminator came. Yeah, but sometimes you've got to have a good bit of cheese and a good nod to some older stuff. I don't know. Uh, you know, the dad reveal, <laughs> I'm your dad or whatever, I'm your father. That was that was funny. Um, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, the main Jane Doe's father was actually the murdering fucking doctor physician guy. Is there a second one? Because she puts on the ring and gets red eyes. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, we've got about them red eyes and uh, green eyes. The green eyes all the way through it. Oh god! I mean, that was the bit that I sort of watched just before the podcast. I was like, "Oh, how does this? How does the movie tie up? I can't remember. I'm not going to be able to talk about the end." <laughs> the Dead Pit Two coming yeah. soon from Draw yeah. One Last Breath Productions. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, there were some okay kills, some good, some good gore, um, and some good blood, some good special effects. Um, in there if you want um, to watch that so it's definitely worth a watch in in that respect you know however there's a reason why I've never heard of this movie I've never seen it anywhere because it's not very good aww really it was okay I I would not probably ever watch this movie again I don't think ever I'm not running back for it and I wouldn't I probably wouldn't recommend it either I know it's really horrible, but somebody out there probably loves it. But I'll tell you what, I had a fucking hard job getting some Max Facts for this one as well. Oh, come on then, let's put, let's, let's push her. What are your Max Facts? Okay, are you ready for this? So when this film came out, it did extremely well on VHS. Do you know why? Because the case had glow up eyes on it when you pressed the button, the eyes would glow up on the VHS case. That's all you need is good marketing, mate. That's, well, that's what it was all about, the case in the 80s, wasn't it? Pick it that up, is it? a challenge for you, then. You need to own this on VHS. You need to find that copy. Do I? <laughs> yeah. Well, half those fucking VHS movies you haven't seen. No, most of them. Um, okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Panty Time. So, Panty Time. Panty Time, this one's called. Right. On the Code Red DVD release of the film, lead actress Cheryl Lawson reveals why her character spends a portion of the movie in just a tiny tank top and panties. Apparently, Lawson felt the normal sized hospital gown made her look large, so she cut part of it off. The more her outfit, outfit was washed, the more it shrank, and the underwear became tighter much to the delight and amusement of the film crew. Okay, that explains <laughs> a lot. Absolute bollocks. <laughs> um, this is quite interesting as well. Um, filmed in the high security wing of Ang New State Hospital, um, the wing was closed down for many years and it had no power and used to house some of the most violent and dangerous patients. Since most of the movie was filmed at night, the empty wing really added a very creepy feel to the process, which is quite interesting. And the only last fact I've got, mate, is, so, you know the uh, the room that they're in right at the start, the, the recreational room, you know, where all the mental patient, patients are at the start? Yeah, 
That is the very same room that Green Day filmed Basket Case, the video. That is your best ever Matt's fact. <laughs> I did not, but then when you look at it, I was like, oh yeah, all well, the kind of windows at the back, because it's like a big bay window, and because we've obviously seen that video so many fucking times on Krang or Shucks or um, Scuzz. That is awesome. Times. But yeah, little little claim to fame, that place. How cool is that? That's what, and I really did search, and I should have counted, but the the kill count, I did not know what the kill count was. My bad. Are we including zombies? I don't know, like I guess about four? Maybe. I mean, the doctor, the doctor twice, um, yeah. the, other doc, the other doctor, yeah. the nurse, the yeah. other weird dude, there's about, maybe about ten. Yeah, maybe. Unless you count all the zombies. Yeah, I've just that's it. found, as well... Mm. Are you Matt's facts? How much a copy of the Dead Pit VHS Gorse Imperial 3D cover seals? You can get it now. You can bid on it, or you can buy it now. Buy Buy it now for a hundred and fifty (laughs) bucks. Suck a dick. (laughs) Uh, Or there's another one here for seventy six bucks, a hundred bucks. So there's a a few copies out there, mate. Um, Never uh, know if someone wins the lottery. <laughs> if I was walking past the charity shop and it was on the thing for a quid, yeah, I'd, I'd purchase it. Hey, mate, that is a VHS to find because that is worth some bucks, mate. Cool. So uh, get that for your fucking collection. Um, awesome. Cheers for those Matt's facts. What are you what are you thinking about rating this? Yeah, thanks for making me watch this. Um, is, is it getting higher than Hellbenders. <laughs> I can know. I don't know. Look, I'm gonna be kind. I'm going to be kind because of the uh, the title sequence at the start <laughs> and the, the the pure audacity they had to use that shitty little model. I'm going to give it four breaths out of ten, and that's generous. Trust me. No, I, I think you're right. For me, it doesn't sit enough as an average horror movie for me, and I'm sure it's got some love out there. But for me, yes, I do agree. Four breaths out of ten for me as well. Um, it just didn't. I mean, I fell asleep, dude. And I mean, I know I've been, work- I've been working late, but I fell fucking asleep. So <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. So there yeah, we go. True, true. Maybe I watched it the wrong time. I don't know. Hey, but there we go. You know, you can't win them all. You can't win them all. And it wasn't the worst ever. Nah, it wasn't the worst. It's, it's on Shudder. So go out there and check it out if you've got it. Um, okay, episode 100. So there we go. The it's big two 100. weeks away. Yes, and you're, it is. You get to fucking... You... Get to pick. Wow. Let's let, let's be honest one and say this is this is a joint recommendation. Oh, you let like, him in. <laughs> I can't I can't I can't take this away from you because, you know, I know this film is special to you. As well it is to me to an extent extent. But for the next movie from the vault, it had to be done. We are gonna be doing Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Oh mate. I don't even know how I'm gonna be able to dissect this movie i haven't watched this is good because i usually watch, try and watch this movie every year but since we've done the podcast i haven't watched it in the three or four years that we watched it i've not watched it. you should come around here and we put it on the big screen mate oh that is a fucking great idea i was going to make sophie watch it scare the fucking shit out of you i might watch it twice i'll watch it with her anyway um because i really want to dissect it and really want to get into it so i'm going to make her watch it Maybe uh, you should go and watch the documentary. I think it's on Amazon as well. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's very interesting. 
Yeah, I can't wait. Like to open a, a can of worms, and you're going to be going down a deep rabbit hole, man. Because but it's such a big careful. movie. It's such a big movie that we've um, we've got a couple of friends to help us. I think so. Yeah, wait, wait and see on this battle. A, a couple of surprises are going to be on that episode. Yeah, I'm looking forward to episode 100. But that is uh, our birthday special. Oh my god, can't bloody wait! Right. So, episode 99 done, on to episode 100. For our main review episode, we are going to bring a lovely surprise. Watch the cinema. And then Matt has just pulled, well, okay, we are diving in for our 100th episode, The Shining. Can't bloody wait. Thanks for listening, guys. Come back for episode 100. And there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell. Here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath Pod at Hotmail.com. <laughs>